Hi. Hi, I'm Corin. I'm Mark. And welcome back to what I guess is still Lost in the Maze. We haven't got anything else to call that. <laughs> yeah, the podcast that was dissecting the immersive interactive storyline maze at Boomtown Fair, although kind of isn't anymore. Yeah, exactly. So obviously we kind of like for all the people who have listened to the podcast it'd be really weird to leave this on a a point where kind of like all the stuff was going on then it kind of all came to a screaming halt and we never got any closure on it so we kind of wanted to do a last episode that wrapped up everything so that if anyone ever does listen to this and find it on the internet point of note though we can't wrap up everything. I don't want anyone no. to listen to this and feel like we're being like giant prick teasers or something because sadly it's not quite in our capability to actually tie up all these loose ends. So this is more of a this is more of a symbolic loose end tying exercise than an actual meaty get your teeth into it actually find out all the crap that we don't know. To- we can just make stuff up though. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we made up that everything was about sacred geometry and then it fucking happened. So... Did I, though? Uh, little column A, little column B. It's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, Mark thinking about sacred geometry or it actually being about sacred geometry? Who knows? Ow. Fuck. <laughs> I was so emphatic about sacred geometry, I just punched the table. This is what you've done. I know. Road Sorry. Beacon. So it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll bleep that out. Uh, right. <laughs> so obviously in the last couple of months, we found out that the story has been kind of given some sort of closure. It's really difficult for the guys obviously at Boomtown to close off every single thread and answer yeah, every question. I think, you know, when you go from such a detailed, in-depth story that had so many little facets and little threads that were part of it without almost doing another fair and doing another ARG it's kind of impossible to actually wrap it all up in a way that us hardcore peeps are actually going to be happy with so I kind of understand that they've sort of had to draw a bit of a line in the sand and uh and move on move on with it differently so you know we do get it but I'll never know what the sacred geometry was like, about. Oh, sweetie, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. But yeah, so we kind of we want to do this episode. There's a couple of like there's a couple of little sections of this we want to do. We want to talk about the stuff that we've been given about Boomtown. And when I say we, this is what was put up on the website, and this is our interpretation. And we want to talk about what some of the theatrical groups that make up the different bits of Boomtown we like have are now doing instead because oh. obviously everyone's industries have has gone mental yeah um, I mean it's a you know it's it's not exactly a great time for the creative industries right now also the creative industry is not feeling valued right now but however this is the time when we actually need them more than ever and if we can do a little bit to promote some of the stuff that these guys are doing then that is amazing and obviously as you will have seen if you're part of the facebook group there is rogue beacon's new venture pictures of gwen which we are going to come on to in sort of the second half of this episode and we'll probably be talking to you a little bit more about in future because we genuinely think it's something that everyone would be really interested in and we really miss making podcasts (laughs) we've probably forgotten how to do it as well because it's been quite a while so um please bear with us with this one yeah production quality blames you know it's fine it's just how it is (laughs) right so first things first what do we know about the end of the story we didn't get an awful lot 
no. from the video on the 1st of October, to be brutally honest. It was more, that was kind of where we are looking forward. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. The thing that we did, the only thing we did get to wrap the story up was a post on the Boomtown website, which basically said that Amy caused the state of emergency to impose a lockdown on the population spread out the hive virus to control everyone, limit the resources people consumed, and to help her try to find the one, the missing data set from her collection. Mm. Now, this is the only bit of proper juicy info I think that we actually get that actually ties up anything in this, which is, we know the identity of the one now. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of speculation at the time. Uh, Last year, Uh everyone was like... Is the one like somehow related to the BHI's CEO? Because we had some documentation, it's somewhere in my horde of Boomtown stuff, <laughs> that they were discussing that she was being, um, that Amy was modelled on this girl, but only a few people have ever met her. Yeah. So they're kind of just doing it off photos and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, Amy, Amy finds out that the missing, the missing data was her real-life nemesis, estranged daughter of the Banghai Industries CEO himself, upon whom Amy was modelled. And when she discovered this, the system went into meltdown. Confronting her real self, she discovered new potentials to the human condition, that they were creatures capable of great compassion and evolution, not only compelled by greed and desire. I mean, that's nice. Yeah, I guess there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Is that that one of those situations where she's like, oh, I'm modelled on a human being. Maybe humans aren't so bad after all. I mean, I could have told you that, love. You look like one. (laughs) But I think what's perhaps happened here um, is that there was potentially going to be this natural progression of this hopeful city coming uh, coming around and with all the things that went sideways this year they've just advanced that forward slightly yeah i think this is a this is kind of maybe a time skip more than a more than a change in direction for the story i think they were probably going to wrap up sort of the amy arc as such in the next couple of of boomtowns perhaps and this has just sort of forced their hand a little bit and obviously with with Boomtown really pushing the environmental ethos, you know, getting people to take their stuff home, really pushing the, you know, the reduction in the environmental impact of the festival. It really goes hand in hand that they would have this fresh new start, this brand new beginning. New city. Yeah, exactly. Like a city, a city of hope and, and optimism, which is not I really, I'm I do of. like, I do like the phrase, the state of, yes, you're not, you're not full of optimism, you are you? He's the cynical one. Um, I do like the phrase, the state of emergency became a state of emergence. Mm. Like, I know... But, but we had all the speculation on the whole... Because I, I picked up on the emergency and emergency yeah, 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 um, yeah. True, quite true, some true. while ago. True, Thanks, Cat, for the background noise. Uh, but yeah, we had the whole set of emergency and emergency. And then we also had in, in amongst that, we obviously had the hive and we had like, you know, is the whole queen emergence mm. from the cell. and It's all similar sort of language, isn't it? That's yeah, kind of so I can around. see where all of those kind of like links came from. And basically the convenient wrap-up for all of this is no one really knows what happens next nor when or how but it's a time of darkness yeah no one knew what happened in the middle no one really knows why blah 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 blah. post-apocalyptic world and here we are now here we are now which was all a dream yeah exactly so it's you know i I get it i know i know it's 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 really hard to do that lots of us wanted and i understand that but i think it would have been given the situation, 
the pandemic, the cancellation of the festival, the cancellation of the ARG. The money needs to be spent it, on more It just would have been impossible to wrap all of this stuff up. And I'm sorry if any of you guys were sort of holding on to a hope that perhaps we'd be able to do that for you. And I'm, I'm sorry that, that we can't. I think we're just going to have to put this in a little box. Maybe hope one day we'll... Finally, oh, no. find out what that <laughs> fucking geometry meant. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, you know, we still we still got a lot of un- unanswered questions. Like, you know, how's Charlie and Romeo? Where are they? I mean, to how's be fair, Murphy? how's Murphy? How's Murphy? He was apparently helping the science guys. I mean, to be fair, one core is still active, so we might be able to ask one core these questions. They could well be in a presence in Boomtown still next year. They gave me a really, really non-committal answer that Murphy was getting all the care he needed and everything was okay and to stop asking about him. Mm. So, I'm not so I'm not so convinced on this, but yeah. I mean, um, we, still, we don't know what happened to Ron either, really. We don't quite know what all of his... I mean, he was trying to find his sacred text, and I know that kind of became a little bit meta, sort of the, you know, this is this is what was going to happen if the ARG had continued, and kind of that lovely little farewell that, that Rogue Beacon did, but we're still not entirely certain what, what the HM Brew deal was. But there's one thing I do want to point out, I called really early on that the vegetation growing on Relic came from the reactor, because we know that that... Do we know from... that's true? Yeah, yeah, it's in one of the things. Trust me, don't look into it. <laughs> but no, it, 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 it was mentioned was it on Was what Miss was making t-shirts out of, though? Yes. Oh, uh, okay, fine. So it's all the same thing? Yes. Uh, okay, I missed the confirmation of this. I'm just going to take your word for it. Yeah, don't look into it. It's fine. Oh. It's absolutely fine. But no, that that genuinely is is that, and it obviously ties in with everything. Obviously, we don't know whether or not Bliss was uh, acting in our best interest or mm. under the influence or anything. We also don't know whether when this state of emergency, everyone got locked in their homes, blah, 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 big black, everything happened, whether they managed to get the dome built over Paradise Heights. One assumes they didn't. But the dome's there in District 5. Oh, I guess so. Is that the dome? But then we're into the whole time you. Oh yeah, no, we'll get into this in a minute. I mean, I think the the biggest unanswered question that I'm sure all of our listeners are really going to care about is is Mark Jefford going to be deputy <laughs> mayor of Boomtown? <laughs> I think there'd be more important things going on at that point in time. Who knows? I mean, I, an hope, alternative I hope Boggins timeline. is around. I hope Boggins is still fighting for the justice of the city. In an alternative timeline, there could have been. I mean, there's many alternative timelines in this story. So, you know, we can just create our own. We can go back in time like Captain did and go and find the aliens and get them to tell us the secrets of time travel and make you the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that'll work. Let's let's stick with something more believable. But but anyway, so moving on. I would say we we are excited about next year. It's going to be different. We know this. They really, from speaking to some of the guys here on the festival, they're really, really, really keen to make the maze and the story really accessible to everyone, to get as many people involved in it as possible, to bring the theatrics a bit more to the forefront again, which we're we're really here for. Obviously, there's a lot of changes. There's moving the whole city downtown. Some of the districts aren't going to be the same. I mean, we saw in the video, probably Town Centre, Barrio Loco... Metropolis was definitely there. Old Town was definitely there. I mean, I think someone on the Facebook group said, do we think that Old Town and Copper County have like become one in the same timeline again? That would make sense to merge them in because you could then just say that the timelines merge And then in. I read that and then I thought, well, what if the new Grand Central, the centre of it, what if like Paradise Heights and District 5 have like become the same timeline again and they kind of form part of 
Grand Central, maybe? I don't know. Mm. It's, it's really tricky because we obviously don't know what was causing all the, the, the time dilation and the, no. the time stuff. So that's not something that's been answered, but I feel that perhaps that was a something they were working towards because True. looking back at some of the history, I think there's been a lot of broken history and I think yeah, there was potentially think some so. work going on to, so. to fix that. And I think that that's, there was probably an answer for it, but yeah. Um, anyway, we will find out the next time we're in the city together. I, I was going to say next year and then my, yeah, I couldn't say it. <laughs> the next time we someday, are once again someday. within the gates of the city together, we will know the answer to these questions. Perhaps we should talk about some of the cool stuff that some people related to Boomtown, some people like related to related to people to Boomtown, or just generally things that that we think you guys would be interested in that people have been doing during lockdown, that people are doing at the minute, that you could take part in if you want to, that you might be able to take part in in future. Yeah, so I kind of went through this little bit of a voyage of discovery of exactly how much immersive theatre there is outside of Boomtown. Because <laughs> I kind of... It's a brave new world. I'm not massively a theatre-y type person. and I had no idea that this was like really common in London but of mm. course it's common in London like down here in, in the southwest <laughs> there just isn't anything like that no. and I think it works better in London because you it's repeatable and yeah you've got the audience you, there yeah you? You, can, you can change the audience out a bit so I got a couple of tips from, from some various people one of the ones we did that was normally like a a place you actually go to in London where they've got like made up bridges of ships and things like that. Yeah, and they can... do like a live immersive theatrical event. It's a company called Parabolic Theatre. But we did one via Zoom yeah. um, during lockdown, which was amazing, actually. For, for the technological it side so of it. Good. For the technological side of it, they had like a web page that everyone could see. And it, it's kind of like if, you, if you're familiar with board games, it's just worker placements. You put people on the guns, you put people on the A guns yeah. and radar and. But yeah, they had, you know, they like had actors in costume on green screens. Do, on you know, Zoom. talking to us on Zoom, then we all had to decide what we were doing whilst there were, you know, people getting attacked, there were bombs falling, there were actors like really ramping up the the danger level of it. It was really, really, really well done. Like I think probably took them quite a while to put together, but then has a lot of like, you know, repeatability. But it was really um you know, there were people we were playing with, there was a guy from America. Yeah, there all, were a over, all over the from, like all Sweden, over the place. I think, yeah, in, yeah. Our, in our crew doing it. So I think they said they were going to try and look into doing some more stuff in the autumn. So Parabolic Theatre are definitely one to look out for. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's one of those things like I, I kind of went into not knowing what to expect and had this amazing time. And I think one of the things I've learned is that when this is over, if this is over, <laughs> uh, I really want to go to, like, go to London for the weekend yeah. and just... Find, uh, find some actual in-person immersive theatre. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's really cool. There's oh, there's that great Gatsby thing as well that you can go uh, to. That yeah, looks yeah, really, really Gatsby cool. experience. Apparently, like, everyone who I've spoken to about it was like, yeah, like, didn't you know about that? And I'm like, oh. no. Um, so have a look on YouTube for that because, like, a really good intro there's video. There's a really lovely trailer, yeah. Looks really cool. Um, and I'm up for it. Uh, there's the Punch Drunk stuff as well that's, like, really famous. Yeah. 
Uh, and also as well, one of the familiar faces from the Boomtown group, who you're definitely <laughs> going to recognise him. I feel bad outing his name, but if you have a look um, on Buck Buck Games... How are we the- spelling that? Buck Buck. B-U-C-K, B-U-C-K. Yes. Just checking for... <laughs> Audio, you know, it's difficult. Yeah. People need to know. Um, have a look on Buckbook Games. There's a familiar face uh, on Bant's Quest. We have been talking about doing this for ages, and I have been really bad at organising it, because we've got to sort things around your shift, and mm. we've got a couple of friends who are going to do it. So we're going to go go along to that. Obviously, I think the, the important thing to remember is if we recognise people's faces... We probably shouldn't spend the entire time saying this has been a really blissful experience. <laughs> because I'm sure. I'm it's sure. Not in that context, it's fine. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be able to handle it. But I think we. It's a two-way thing. We need to be respectful that they have other lives outside of Boomtown, as we all do. No, he just lives as Mr. Bliss. That's what he does. <laughs> He's got a really nice yoga place in the middle of London. It's all those hot yoga... Oh, I don't know. No, um, no, no, no. So, yeah. I mean, ha- I'd, I'd go for speed and therapy next time I went to London. I just, you know, rock up. There's also not ARG immersive theatre, gamey related, although kind of immersive, I guess. The guys from the Postal Posse run the Super Nothing Amazing channel who yes. do two weekly to monthly it's monthly, it monthly I, think, I think it's now it monthly it was two weekly for a bit maybe they'll come back a bit more often in lockdown streams on a Friday evening with DJs interactive games various pass stuff pass the parcel over zoom pass the over zoom give they, them a follow they're just really beautifully like it's really, really like the thing that is so impressive about it is if you understand the the levels of production they've pulled off on the budget they don't have <laughs> like these guys have just cobbled together in their living room a whole thing and it's the most insane production i've seen on so little budget they they just do it so well it, it's yeah, it's a slice of boomtown away from boomtown those it's guys were also as anything at boomtown those guys were also involved with doing like i think the official stream for boomtown they as well. were on boomtown weekend um, yeah they did the friday night you know they they're just doing loads of crazy stuff all the time it's great fun it's interactive it's not just djs it's a two-way it's yeah. a two-way thing and it makes you way more invested in it a lot of love for those guys and i think i've been paying their patreon solely <laughs> yeah. so come on help me out with that so we've got that there's Ooh, also that's... the um doctor who time uh, yes. thing that's that looks really really cool next year. so i think there's some some guys from boomtown who are sort of involved in that i'm not I sure if they're involved but there's definitely people who you know who i know from the theatrical team or got to know over the last couple of years who were showing their stuff going this looks really cool and i've shared it a load of my friends who absolutely love doctor who have gone oh my god what <laughs> um so it's like 1940 it's the height of the blitz a weapon of unknown origin destroys a small corner of mayfair simultaneously opens a rift in space and time for decades unit have fought undetected to protect the people of earth from the dangers it poses weakened and beaten back as the fractures are multiplied and out of control they're close to defeat and that appears to be a, a, an actual physical thing you can go to in london um i did do some reading into it and it's gonna be covid safe so they've clearly thought about a lot of it looks really interesting maybe we'll get to that at some point when when we allows us to yeah um also not boomtown related but some people that i know who run some really brilliant escape rooms here in devon um which obviously you can't go to 
now we're back in lockdown again, but you could have done before. They also have an online game. They Their company is called Red House Mysteries. It's redhousemysteries.co.uk. They have a game called The Rising Water. You have to pay to play, but it's mostly played via email. You'll get like emails in real time and some stuff sent to you in the post. And that is... You're basically helping a... I think you're helping a private detective solve a case. Yeah. Essentially, which sounds like stuff that you guys would really enjoy. <laughs> watch watch the storyline group tear this to pieces. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah. And then the latest really cool news, Rogue Beacon are back. And they've just launched their Kickstarter. They have. They have. So we've obviously been touting pictures of Gwen for a little while now as their next project. And finally, they have managed to launch their Kickstarter and kind of officially begin the launch of episode one of Pictures of Gwen. This is the guys behind the Boomtown ARG. So these are the people who created most of the stuff that we have been pouring over for the last couple of years. So, you know, obviously we're pretty excited about this because it should be great. And they've been very nice and asked us to come and do a podcast for them they have which is which is really exciting which like, you might have guessed <laughs> if you've been paying any kind of attention so that's that's really exciting obviously we have a vested interest in this project <laughs> succeeding because we need to we need to save our sanity it's really yeah. hard living here with Corin on my own and Why? Was, what sorry Rude. i mean it's lovely here everything's okay anyway so their Kickstarter's just launched. You can have a look if you do a search on Facebook for pictures of Gwen, the stuff yep. in the Boomtown Storyline the Group. Pictures of Gwen group, which is the group for pictures of Gwen. We've posted some stuff in the Boomtown Storyline group as well. The Kickstarter's gonna be all over that shortly. We'll post it up on our Instagram and Twitter as well. But we thought obviously that's got tons and tons of information that we will go over probably in our next episodes along with the kind of beginning of episode one but we thought it would be a nice introduction to ask a few burning questions that we'd had before the start of this we posed all these questions across them before the kickstarter actually launched so we're kind of like probably going to go a little bit over stuff that's already going to be you guys probably already know but we already did this a little while ago we just haven't had a chance to record because work and life and and things like that So we we posed a few questions to the Ray Beacon guys and they sent us back some responses. So we will go through those little introductory questions now. The answers are kind of what they've told us we're allowed to say, I guess, and maybe a little bit of, of chatting around that, but no no spoilers. This is Wouldn't... a spoiler-free situation. They never tell me anything most of the time anyway. So... No, it's true. <laughs> we never know. Like, I ask questions and I just get, oh, maybe? <laughs> maybe. You'll find out. Maybe. So, obviously, the biggest question that uh, that I had is tarot cards are front and centre on this. Yeah, clearly... when they put up that poster and everyone was like, oops, tarot card. It's, it's one of those things. I, 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 I'm not familiar with it. I feel like I'm about to become familiar with it. But... My first question is like, do I need to buy a set? Because <laughs> I feel like having a set around might have some help somehow on this. I mean, if you've watched the Kickstarter video, you now know that 
that you, that you you're gonna you, get, you're some, get anyway. some yeah um but the 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 official answer was no however an understanding of the tarot may be useful and helpful with following the game so all i know about that is like it's like the first three cards you flip over basically mean you're gonna die or something <laughs> <laughs> like if you get there's, death, loads, there's, there's loads of different layouts and different readings and different things you can do or you can just read into it as much as you like and make it whatever you like it to be. I mean, that too. <laughs> but we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how that progresses. Question two was any recommended reading before getting into this? I'm yeah, following on from, if I need to learn about the tarot, do I need to read anything else? <laughs> um, I need homework. <laughs> soon, soon, my pretty soon. Um, they basically said no. That just in terms of not giving anything away. However, as it did a little bit in the Boomtown ARG, literature is going to feature quite heavily in this and is going to play a part in it. As you might have sort of seen and guessed, I guess, from, you know, Gwen's an artist, there's a lot of art in it. It sort of stands to reason that there's going to be probably music and literature and all of the kind of all of the realms of the artistic world as part of it, I imagine. I think there were lessons we were being taught and, you know, subjects and concepts that were being introduced in the Boomtown ARG. I feel like they're going to go down the same route because it, I mean, it worked before. Yeah, I mean, just to skip ahead, one of the questions we asked was how are the mechanics of this going to work? Um, And I mean, we know some of that. They said it's going to be very similar to how they did the Boomtown ARG, but maybe a little bit more refined from what they've learnt from doing that however make it more complicated than you ever think you need to (laughs) then double it and it'll still only be half an hour's worth of tearing apart by the group i think i think the (laughs) base probably yeah it's like oh oh, it's done oh dear i think the the basic basic answer to that one is if you've played the beantown arg you're going to be able to pick up pictures of gwen quite easily or at least the sort of the mechanics of the way things start to work even though gwen is going to be a very very different beast to the Boomtown ARG, which sort of brings us on to the next one of our questions. Is this going to be a super fluffy, lovely thing and no more accidental pandemics? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're not saying that the Boomtown ARG caused the pandemic. There's just a lot of coincidence. However. When did they start working on it? Probably December. Probably. Earlier than December. Just saying. Don't piss them off. Back the Kickstarter, otherwise we're in for. (laughs) Um, I'm going to sort of almost like for rote say a few things that we got in response to this, which is one of my favourite answers, which is that the whole team are kind of super dark. Um, It sort of almost became a little bit too much. So with the world being really dark and horrible right now, they thought maybe they should make something nice, a bit of an antidote to how to how awful the world is and how awful they are. And, uh, it doesn't one... redeem them for <laughs> <laughs> One thing Ramsey said is um, things like this, you'd noticed before, tend to be sort of elaborate voodoo dolls, like Alan Moore, Grant Morrison, PKD. If you put a bunch of energy into this model of real life that is quite dark and weird it's sort of you see weird correlations between the thing that you're creating and then what happens in real life so they thought that they'd kind of put that to one side and stop predicting pandemics and make a nice story about nice things not necessarily about dark horrible death and mutilation i mean we could probably end up steering it that way (laughs) no (laughs) don't ruin the nice things i know what you like just slowly derail it 
Next thing you know. Anyway, so question four. I'll let you ask some questions. Okay. And I'll give you the answer. So one thing we just definitely wanted to know is what is so special about Gwen? And we got a really great answer. Nothing. But at the same time, everything. What's so special about you? Part of this will be finding that out. Oh I don't my know god, is there, making... be, is there going to be self-discovery in this as well? Are we going to find out about other things and then find things out about ourselves? My mum always said I was special. You are, darling. <laughs> oh god, it's she's not, probably listening to it's this It's not well. what we did, it's the lessons we learnt along the way. And the friends we made. And the <laughs> pandemics. Wait. And, uh, Mark's, Mark's most important question, will there be sacred geometry? And the answer is, perhaps not directly, but who knows? <laughs> Which really fills me with confidence. Hey. We might throw in the odd Easter egg. It's a bit more about art than maths. You'll have to come on the journey. Also, and then uh, th- that was m- my addition at the end is, well, sacred geometry is everything. Duh. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> Which it we is. Had, we, we grew a sunflower. And every, oh, no, time I, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I walked down, every time I walked into the back garden, I just looked at it and just... Oh. <sighs> Bloody sacred job. It's everywhere. What is this? One of the, a laney, I think it was in the Facebook group, asked, how many notebooks are we going to need? And uh, I think the answer was just like, oh, probably a few. <laughs> Great. Hooray. And I think one of our questions is kind of answered a little bit more comprehensively now that the Kickstarter has been launched. Yeah. So obviously we saw some really beautiful artwork that's yeah. come up, all the, all the trailer videos, the hint videos and stuff like that. Are we going to be able to buy these prints? Uh. And the answer we got back was yes and more. Each episode of Pictures of Gwen will be supported by a package that will contain art prints, three collectible tarot cards, a copy of Letters to My Younger Self, which is Gwen Zine, as well as other surprises. Are we calling it Zine? Are we going to get in the Zine Zine argument here? Oh, God. Someone I know know had this argument on Twitter the other day, completely unrelated to us, and put a Twitter poll up about it. And it's another one of those things where the two sides of the argument cannot understand why the other side of the argument thinks the way that they do. And I'm like, well, of course it's Zine, because magazine. Like, I don't know how it can be the other way around. But then people are like, Zine, fine. I don't don't want to get involved in this. It's another one of those where the two sides... It's like the blue and gold dress thing, again... At least Gouda's not in this anymore. Oh, let's not. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. So, yeah, they, they, they've carefully designed this experience so that it's truly play for free. Yeah, so that's that's a that's... really good point. Like, you don't... Yes, there's a Kickstarter. Yes, you can back it. Yes, you can get beautiful prints, tarot cards. You know, if you back more, there's posters, T-shirts, art, etc., etc. But you can play this entire game for free. And it's not... You know, yes, you might get a little leg up with the next episode from the stuff you get from the Kickstarter, but it's not, you don't find more out about the story yeah, that you it's don't not, know if you don't. And not it. to bring in too much of the video game like terminology on it, it, you're not paying to win. You don't get anything better. And that's like, I'm really happy they're not going down that route because obviously for these guys to make a living off this, it has to have some sort of monetization. Yeah, I mean, However, obviously it would, be, it would be absolutely lovely if people could back it because it means that they're going to be able to create more content. They're going to be able to do more of these types of things. It's just going to make what they do possible, particularly in the challenging environment we're all in at the minute. However, if you're in the situation where you can't spare that cash, you can still enjoy it. You don't have to and have the same experience as anybody else does. Absolutely. Like as soon as you start doing pay to win and anything else like that, it starts to like segment the the, the community. Boxes. And yeah, loot boxes and all of that mechanics. It's, it, it's something that they were 
they really were very carefully thinking about it to make sure that everyone can play, but also making it a way that they can they can actually feed themselves and <laughs> house themselves <laughs> while doing this cool stuff for us. You know, I mean, food you know. and a roof over your head, that's all unimportant, right? Non-essential. <sighs> Check the government guidance on that. <laughs> Um, sort of the, the last thing that we'd asked, which I guess now we're back in a lockdown again, is um, even less relevant, was whether there'd be a possibility of physical events to sort of tie tie into these. Because mm. I could totally see this as a thing, like knowing some of the people who are involved in this, they have obviously a lot yeah. of experience in doing physical things. I think it'd be really cool. And this is like something I'm like really hopeful for the future is that there's going to be a pop-up event obviously there's going to be that would be really cool. like parts of this universe that maybe we'll go and see like um obviously really this cool. is a long way off but this is my like yeah. pipe dream of holy shit we're going to be able to go to like a cafe no that sounds really weird going mm. to a cafe but you know like go to some there's going to maybe I mean, be some event in it yeah, that we're going to physically like, witness we we all miss and they do running around the field following a quest mm. we've not been able to do it for quite a time now and I long for a world where we can get back to doing that sort of thing. So it would be really, really awesome if that could be something we can do in the future. But I, I do think it's fucking awesome that people are creating things where we can get that kind of experience, but we don't have to go out into the big, wide, scary, virus-ridden world. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it, it all looks really exciting. And obviously, as I said, without sounding like a paid chill here, I mean, because I've just paid for my Kickstarter. So I was going to say, just we're point not that being out. paid for this. Um, but like, I'm really excited because the, the, the stuff they've done before, they've done two ARGs for us so far. And yeah, the, the first one was definitely a learning experience yeah. for them. The second one was going... Know, we're preaching to the choir here about how awesome they are. Like, yeah. You know, you guys know. I hope you guys are going to come along for this ride with us. I mean, we're particularly now we're back in lockdown, pretty excited about making something again ourselves, um, having something to talk about, shout into the ether about like we're currently doing. So yeah, please join we'll the community. Be, please join the community. We're still going to be active in the Beantown Storyline Facebook group. That's not going away. No, no, no. Join the Pictures of Gwen group. We're going to try and sort of move most of the Pictures of Gwen stuff over to there as this starts getting going properly. Yeah. I don't want to kind of drown the Boomtown stuff with other other stuff. irrelevant stuff because um, obviously I'm I, I quite like the separation, but at the same time I know that not yeah it, it needs to have a bit of crossover for a bit, and we're gonna do I, I guess another couple of podcasts on Gwen hopefully. Let's see what happens to this Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll play it by ear a little bit and see how things go. And if yeah, if you guys want us to keep doing podcasts, then we're gonna keep doing podcasts, which would be quite cool. Yeah. If you want to listen to us chat Speculating. Shit. <laughs> I mean, if you want to start looking into stuff, earlier this evening, a guy called Darren posted a ton of... Oh, yeah. Like, disturbingly similar content that uh, just looks... It's, yeah, it's not me, it's that, not that me that under another poster, account. That first poster went up and everyone was ripping it apart straight away. So, I, guys, I think the game's begun. I think... Yeah. I think we can safely say that anything that's posted by Pitch of the Gwen guys, the Ray Beacon guys now, is part of the game. And there's also a, a couple of posts have gone up in the group from the Pictures of Gwen Facebook account of just random music videos. No, oh, they've got to be relevant. Right, and this is the thing. Like, the first time it went up, I went, oh, it's quite late at night. I wonder if somebody's just like went Forgotten to share, to sign like, out. you sign out the wrong no, account and posted relevant. it up. And then, like, this thing came up, I was like, 
still there the next day. I'm going back to look at that now because that's got to mean something. Yeah, so there's there's music stuff done. There's obviously lots of content in the pictures, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, the, the posters yeah, that yeah. went up. I haven't looked too much in this latest video. Like I've had a quick look at like the actual yeah. product shots. Nothing stood out to me, but there's like there'll uh, be there'll be some stuff. I think we'll um we'll start getting on this. I suspect there's still there's things going on. I just I just need more time, but it's fine. I'm off work soon. <laughs> That's true. Off for a month, so Yay. amazing. Plenty of time. Right. That's probably it from us for now. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you guys can come back along with us for the next part of this journey. It's been nice to chat to you again. What, me? No, I, mean, I talk to you all the time. Oh, literally yeah. every day. <laughs> literally every day. I know. Ugh. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hopefully we'll be back soon. Do we have to pay um, them for this therapy session? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Join the Facebook group, check out the Kickstarter, back it if you can. If not, play along and we will speak to me you again Me, it's free. <laughs> exactly. We'll speak but to you. But also pay for it. Yeah, but also. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> but also give them some money. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks very much. And thanks for listening again. The last time I had a look, we had broken over 8,000 podcast listens. That's amazing. Um, which happened sometime, Ridiculous. I think, in August time. Which, given that they're only... And they're not all me, so... <laughs> yeah, like, they're from all over the world. Like, it's it's crazy. It's 40% not. was from America or something, something like that. Like that. Thanks, Nightmind. Yeah, thanks, Nightmind. <laughs> but... Thanks very much, and we will be back at some point in the future. Right, enjoy. Bye. Bye!